what are we doing? What is this? Who are we? (laughs) Haven't seen this in a year. I don't even know. I'm a whole new person this year. You are. You are. (laughs) You are too. You guys can't. (laughs) You guys can't see Sydney. She's chopped her hair off. She's dyed it mostly blonde. Yeah. (laughs) Got a new tattoo. A wearing tattoo, glasses, which I mean, but that's just for for the cuteness. <laughs> they don't do anything for my eyes. Ten dollars if you can guess what she put on her arm. Oh wow! I've, I bet anybody could. Wow, that should be like a poll on our Instagram. What tattoo do you think Sydney got? Yeah, honestly. and no, it's not Jack Antonoff's face. Sorry to say, um, that's that's for not. next time. Right, correct. The next one. I'm gonna get a big mural on my back. Of his face with, like, in the hat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Bedazzled. <laughs> Bedazzled, yeah. Yeah. It's it's incredible. Um. Th- yeah. Welcome. Welcome back. Welcome. We're back. Yeah. If you were, you know, <laughs> joining us and you forgot um, or you're new, <laughs> this is Vinyl Variety Podcast. Um, I'm Sydney or Sid Liz, whatever you want to call me. I'm Al, or they call me Albine. <laughs> That's mostly just me, but... Yeah, just you. <laughs> um, and this is Vinyl Variety Podcast, so we pretty much just, you know, banter on and on about, you know, the music we're listening to, kind of new music trends, just drama, um, you know, this, that, and the other. Um, we do talk a great deal about Jack Antonoff, and, you know, that kind of trickles down into talking a lot about Taylor Swift. Um, so yes. if you don't like that, I'm really sorry. Listen in. We'll talk about other things, I swear. But um, yeah, that's that's <laughs> us. Thanks for joining slash rejoining us um, on this lovely Monday morning. It's not yeah, Monday when you is. guys are listening, but, you know, it's Monday yeah. morning for us. Who knows when we'll post? <laughs> Who knows? And that's A-OK. I'm just going to fuck around post it today. <laughs> I love that. I love that energy. Honestly. Go go hard or go home. Honestly, that's that's how we do it out here in these streets. It's like when you um, surprise drop an album, but we're you know that's that's what we're doing. <laughs> we have to follow in the footsteps of of the greats of Beyonce. You know who else? Taylor is su- Swift. Yeah, who else has surprise dropped a record? Um, I feel like we're gonna not include so many people. <laughs> I know. So I, my, I'm like, like drawing a blank. I can literally only yeah. think of Beyonce. <laughs> Surprise a new album at midnight. Yes. Done. Done. Mm-hmm. How? How? <laughs> so. I, I don't even know where to begin because. <laughs> I know it's really hard to talk about new music when we've not talked about new music on the pod um, for yeah. a literal year, a literal whole year since the, the Panini epi- started. <laughs> the last episode we did, we talked about folklore and it was like right after folklore dropped. I'm 90% but sure. But did we ever even post that? Was that ever even a posted? Did we? Because <gasps> remember, did it because it was fucked. <laughs> oh my god, guys! We, oh my god, we tried. We really did. We had like two or three episodes that <laughs> just never saw the light of day because we had so many issues with our audio. But we're back and better than ever now. Um, there's maybe one day we'll be like exactly like Taylor Swift and release pods from the vault. <laughs> Pods from the vault. It's like the year twenty forty seven. And all you can hear is like because like, <laughs> the audio is so jacked. But you know, it is what it yeah. is. It, it's it's like like people listening to vinyl. It's a different quality. <laughs> I love that. Can we release podcasts on vinyl? That sounds like such a fucking vibe, dude. <laughs> Oh it's, my it's God. obviously possible. John, um, John Mulaney has his comedy on vinyl. Yeah, a lot of people have comedy on vinyl. That's it's the whole thing. It's definitely possible. Dang. I love that. I'm going to go brain. listen to Joe Rogan on <laughs> vinyl. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> no, thank you. Yeah, pass, pass. So, speaking of Joe Rogan. Oh, God. Wait, we're going to segue. We're just going to segue. I love this. Um, Demi Lovato was interviewed on joe rogan did i listen to it no because i don't like joe rogan right all the straight white men can come at me for that one correct um 
<laughs> but she is releasing. She re- well, she released a new song. This is the segue into our new our songs that we're listening to and new songs, new music. Um, called "Dancing with the Devil." It's the title track of assuming what is going to be an album that is also a docu series on YouTube. Um, and the song is just kind of eerie because it's released after, and she plays it at the end of the second episode of her docu series, and it's all about her. And her overdose. And a lot of people, like, did, like, specifically me, I was a big Demi Lovato fan. And, like, you know, you know, I'm, I'm neither here nor there on her anymore. I just, like, you know, different me liked her. Um, and her music's still good. Like, whatever. Like, Dancing with the Devil is very good, but it's haunting. Um, and you learn that she had three strokes um after her overdose she had a heart attack and she also reveals that the night of her overdose her she called she had called her drug dealer over after her friends had left and her drug dealer raped her and left her pretty much for dead and and she i think the second episode's like five minutes from death or that's what it's called and she legitimately like if her assistant hadn't shown up when she did and knocked on the door and like barged in she would have been dead and the song like is you know dancing with the devil and like almost like there's a line where it's like how she almost made it to heaven because she really did and she lost her vision for part of it because obviously stroke fucks with the brain and oxygen in your brain and she still has blind spots in her vision and it's it's so incredibly haunting and you know trigger warning for substance abuse and eating disorder and all of those things but it is very well done and the new episode comes out on the 30th which is tomorrow for us yeah it's like pretty heavy shit (laughs) yeah I know she's been through like a lot. I wasn't you know, expecting and, and whatnot, and right, dang, yeah, wow. Well, so now, <laughs> have you? But you watched the first what two episodes? What is it? I you did, said it's yeah. on YouTube. It's on YouTube. Yeah, they're about twenty minutes long. Okay, okay, and that's something that like this is the thing that I saw previews for like a couple months ago on like Twitter, right? Probably, you know, yeah. yeah. Okay, cool. But it was it was it's very well done. And also she had recorded a documentary prior to her overdose, but she explains like it was all fake. Like I you know, her team was like so uptight about everything she did and the people she hung around, she finally like kind of cracked and you know, she started drinking again, which like people with people for addiction, that's like a hard, you know, line to walk and Yeah, I mean she, one she's starts like, the other fine. starts the next. Right. Right. So she was like, I'm fine. And then she didn't tell people she started using drugs again. It was like after everybody left and after the, you know, all this stuff, then she would call her drug dealer. And then, you know, ultimately. Yeah. Ultimately, that's how it ended up. So now that we've gotten the heaviest part of this podcast (laughs) out of the way, um, (laughs) what else are you you listening to? What's some new music you're listening to? Oh, I think this is so hard. I feel like I've just been in this like weird place in music where like I'm not necessarily listening to music that is new. But Mm -hmm. it's like new to me kind of stuff. Um, Right. So there's an EP that I just found the other day um, that's apparently from 2020, and I feel very lame for not having jumped on this already. Um, It's called, the EP is called Texas Sun. It's a collab between Leon Bridges and, I'm going to say it wrong, Krongbin. Krongbin. Which I've made you listen to one of their songs before. It's called Maria Tambien. It's literally just instrumentals. It's just guitars. It's just vibes. And this EP is just so chill because Leon Bridges has such like a soul warming voice that like it's a lot of instruments when he is singing. Like it's just so soothing um, that it's just been my kind of like vibes playlist or vibes EP the past like week or so. Um. Literally, like, if I just sometimes, like, I think music gets too much for me. Like, I just am like, 
constantly feel like I need to be like listening to something to kind of fill this void and emptiness in time and space. Mm-hmm. But like, I don't mm-hmm. always want to be listening to like words, you know, I feel like it just like fills my brain with like garbage sometimes. Not that it's like bad music, but like sometimes I just need something that's like just vibes, just vibes only. Right. And so this Texas Sun EP, um, this there's this other band that I found, thanks TikTok, um, called Jeb Bush Orchestra. Um, and one, I'm mad that they're not from Florida, um, but that's whatever. They're from Boston and it literally just instrumentals. Um, but like a little bit of jazzy, a little sassy up in there. Um, the one that I'm really vibing right now is called Arnold Palmer. Again, why are they not from Florida? Um, but those are kind of my right. like top hits right now is just like vibes. <laughs> vibes. That's just so vibes. funny because like. I can't like the only time I listen to music without lyrics is at night. The only time other than that, like I physically cannot. I don't know why. I think it's just because like there's like a nothingness to it in a good way. But I need something like like I'd rather, you know, like I my big thing right now is like, I mean, I guess it has been for the last year because this is when we start talking about him. Um, Dermot (laughs) Kennedy. (laughs) And my sad Irish boy music, like I could listen to him fucking sing on that guitar all day long. That's my vibes. But I like if it was just him playing the guitar, I don't know if I could. I need I, something like I something. I think it's different if it's an artist that you like know and listen to like with words and that is yeah. releasing an instrumental because the, the way I think about what you're saying with Dermot Kennedy is like if he released something that was just just guitar, just piano, or just mm-hmm. whatever. I don't like any of the 1975's instrumentals, and they release more and more off of every record that they put out. I don't ever like them. They just aren't what I want. Like, I remember when I Like It When You Sleep, because You Are So Beautiful Yet So Unaware of It came out, and I remember seeing the track listing, and there was a song called Please Be Naked. And I remember being like, yeah. that is about to be my favorite fucking song. <laughs> I just, like, I just know that that is going to, like, I'm going to scream that one in the car. And it's an instrumental, mm-hmm. and it's so disappointing, and it's a skip every time for me. Yikes. <laughs> and it's um, in the middle of the album. Like, it just, it just doesn't do anything for me. <laughs> But what if it's, like, a whole EP or just an artist that, mm-hmm. like, doesn't, like, come on, we're, we're, we're back in the Stone Ages, Allie. We're listening to Bach. Yeah. We're listening to Mozart. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, it's its own separate vibe. Okay. So, you brought up the 1975. We didn't read the but I remembered. They released a song with... They did? <laughs> uh, it was, it's literally, like everything i hate <laughs> um not the artist i can't remember who it is now i gotta look it up but it was a dance track essentially and it was terrible it was terrible spinning with charlie and xcs I'm just so unhappy and because like yes no yes, no yes, rome no rome i think yeah yeah i, I have it. not listened I to it i i ah, ah. <laughs> like i physically like that's all i got i hated it I'm looking at the album artwork for this, and I can't figure out what it reminds me of, but it's going to haunt my nightmares. These, like, little characters. (laughs) Can you see it? What does it remind you of? Yeah, I have it. (laughs) It reminds me of Wii World. Do you remember Wii World? No. (laughs) No? Please tell me somebody else knows what Wii World is. Describe it to me. Oh, my. No. It was, like, middle school... Uh, club penguin, but people, and you could like meet people from like. Oh my god, it was it was it was a cultural reset. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm so. sorry to say, I have no idea what you're talking about. I really like. That's I know we're literally like a year apart, but I feel like we grew up in like different worlds. Sometimes we, I mean, we did. We really did. Yeah. <laughs> So. Okay, so that's what that, I've been listening was- to, though, new music-wise. What have you mm-hmm. been jamming to over there? Um, Generally, um, I have been doing really great at forcing myself to listen to me. new music, to me, new-to-me music. Um, I... I I've started listening to this band from Australia called Spacey Jane that's so good. Um and I've also been listening to uh oh um 
Citizen put out a new record that I've been like spinning, but like not in a. I'm gonna give you a great review of it. It's just like I've been listening to it here and there. <laughs> um, you're you're dipping your toes in different in different pools I, and pods. I'm really trying. Uh, Givian, I've been listening to a lot of. And, Givian. Uh, and if, we're, if we're gonna talk about a soulful voice like Leon Bridges, we're gonna talk about Givian because or he also is in. He's featured in Justin Bieber Peaches. Uh, it's Givian and I think Daniel Caesar. Um, I, I couldn't tell you the last time I um, willingly listened to Justin Bieber besides when Dude. it plays at work and it, <laughs> I hate it so much. So hear me out. Hear me out. If his last couple records you hated, you will like the new one. But you like to you like like Justin Bieber, right? Like, where are you now that I need you? Right? Like you liked that song? I can't you didn't. say that you I didn't. do. Okay, so Okay, so, but hear me out and just listen to his new record for me because it's not terrible. I just, oh, I, it's not I'll terrible. do my best. I just can't promise. It's not I'll terrible. report back. I just, I can't promise that I'm going to even remotely like it. It's not bad. I promise you, it is not that bad. <laughs> he just, well, he released but the Peaches like, song features him. Peaches. Yeah, I got my peaches out in Georgia. We from California. That's that shit. It's on TikTok. You probably scrolled past it. Probably. The way you're singing it, it sounds like it should be a Chance the Rapper song. Yes. I could, I could, I could, I could. You agree with that statement? I love to hear that. I could back that. Thank you. Yeah, for sure. The more that I'm thinking about it, yeah. It absolutely could. Dang. Great. Good for you. (laughs) (laughs) Now listen to it and tell me if it's true. (laughs) Will do, will do. Sometimes I really think Um, artists should really have, like, given their songs to other artists. Yes. Or kept songs for themselves. You know? Another, yes. Now, this makes me think about uh, this song that is taking over everyone's brain, and I hated it at first, and now I'm obsessed with it, and it's something I never expect myself to be like, oh, let's play that fucking song when I get in the car. Levitating by Dua Lipa <laughs> featuring the baby. <laughs> oh, how did I know you were gonna say that? How did I know? <laughs> I seriously can't stop listening to it. And the day I realized what the the words and like I guess the I don't know if it's the bridge, I guess. I don't know. Um and then and then wanna do a that part. It's the words are not what I thought it was. What and are the words? Like, um let me read them because I don't want to fuck them up. But I thought uh it's like costa I thought a costia. Like, even though I wanted to accost you. Yeah, Which I yeah. had to get, like, even though I wanted to, like, biggity-bang. Like, yeah, yeah. Okay, so here are the lyrics that you might might blow your mind. It might also be me and my stup- stupidity. Um, uh, oh, fuck, where is it? Uh, where is it? Oh, I can't stop. Oh my god. Where is it? Now I'm like, can't find it. Oh. Oh, wait, no, that's not it either. Why am I. Uh, where. <laughs> I feel so stupid. Uh, I got me. Uh, I know okay. that the song is levitating, but in my brain, I'm singing her last single, like, I'm all good already, I'm not where you left me at me. So, dancing with somebody. Okay. Let me, Jesus Christ, why can't I, like, find the lyrics in the lyrics? Is it without the baby? Maybe that's why. That that's the part I'm thinking about. Oh, yes, yes. It is the one without the baby. The baby. And that's why I was looking at it. So, my love is like a rocket. Watch it blast off. And I'm feeling so electric. Dance my ass off. Even if I wanted to, I can't stop. 
And meanwhile, I'm like, my blossom, and I'm just like, because she uses her accent, I physically did not know that's what she was saying. And when I found out that it was like, dance my ass off, I was like, what the fuck? I think Julia is this. This is gonna be a weird, a weird opinion, a weird take. You remember Iconopop? Yes. Dua Lipa is doing what Iconopop could never do. Yes. Which it like, it's like just club banger after club banger after club banger after club banger. Like Iconopop yes. has some, but Dua Lipa has all of them. Every yes. single one. Just if you went to, if we went to Ibar, if we went downtown Orlando mm-hmm. and we went to Ibar mm-hmm. and you played mm-hmm. nothing but Dua Lipa, which would be oh, weird. Fuck. It would yeah. be the, the fucking yes. craziest night. We'd all be fucking like off our rockers. Yes, absolutely. And I, I admit that I did not like her in the beginning. I was like, this stuff is dumb. Like I don't like it. And like it was just like too too pop for me. But the more I listened to her stuff, the more I respected it, and the more I was like, this is a pop star. Like twenty twenty one, and she is our pop star. Like no other way. Like who else is who else is on the streets doing it like her? Right. Nobody. Do you know? I can she tell you exactly. Pop star. True. I can tell you exactly why we didn't like Dua Lipa because this is both of us. It's yep. called internalized misogyny <laughs> and Paul Jason Klein. <laughs> yep. Thanks, Paul. Yeah. So if you didn't yeah. know, this is our little, you know, backtrack into four years ago, whatever whatever time frame i don't know what year we're in anymore what year they dated nope. i think it was like 2016 ish paul jason klein and dua lipa dated i think it was for pr mm-hmm. really don't know because what Probably. would she have gotten out of it because she was had already released whatever her first single was that i can't think of mm-hmm. off the top of my head new rules i guess it's like i don't it would yeah it would have been new rules um and like paul jason klein and laney weren't really on any big map at all um yeah so i i don't i don't know what the purpose of that would have been but you know obviously we loved laney with all of our hearts back then um we still like laney that's fine um it's not that great but yeah i would concur (laughs) you know um which we'll get into in a minute which i think is like hard because i think artists a lot of artists like their older stuff is better you know, like it's hard to produce mm-hmm. even better content, but like some artists, Taylor Swift, um, just really kill that game and make better and better music every time. And you're like, how the <laughs> fuck are you doing this? I don't know. Yeah. Um, you're an inhuman. But then, like, obviously, with Paul releasing music and obviously being heartbroken about his breakup, quote unquote, because mm-hmm. again, probably PR stunt with Dua Lipa, and you're like, oh, fuck Dua Lipa. I don't like any of her music. So shout out to mm-hmm. Internalized Misogyny for that one. But yeah, yeah. Dua Lipa, smash it sm- after smash it. I'm telling you that song is a banger. I, I need to get more to on on board with it. I'm not not that I don't like it. I just don't listen to the radio enough. Like I obviously heard it a couple of times, and you know mm-hmm. it, it vibes, but I don't not like actively like seeking it out on Spotify. Oh, I am. I'm not listening to the radio anymore. That's just me listening to it for funsies. <laughs> but like that's how you like find that kind of stuff, unless it's like mm-hmm. you know on TikTok. But like I don't I don't yeah. listen to the radio. Right. Really at all. It's uh, like, you know, plug my phone in and and listen to A-Punk for the 8 billionth time before I switch it over to Spotify. <laughs> oh my gosh. It played at work the other day, yesterday, and I was, I like, I looked around and I was like, am I being punked right now? Am I being A-Punked right now? I was just like, why is this on? Like, I, this song shouldn't play anywhere but the internal confines of my vehicle. <laughs> It should not be allowed to be played anywhere else. Anywhere else. Anywhere else. It's like I already listened oh to the song like at least two times a day. I don't want to listen to it a third. Please stop. <laughs> so you brought up Taylor Swift. Of course I did. And naturally. Naturally. That's new music. That naturally. is new music. She um, did just release um, her first song from the vault. This one from, be, the vault. Uh, from the vault. That she... <laughs> uh, picked up a little Marin Morris feature for. It's called You All Over mm-hmm. Me. It's from the Fearless Era. Um, mm-hmm. How do you feel about it? Have you listened to it? It just came out, what, yesterday? Day before? 
I think it was the day. I think it was the day before yesterday. So I, I mean, I, I like it. I, I have no, no, no qualms with it. I do. Um, oh, <laughs> well, go well, ahead. I'll go just ahead. Say, no, I, don't, go ahead. <laughs> I don't really have a problem with it. Um, not my favorite. It's not going to be on repeat for me. Um, Fearless era was not my favorite era. So naturally, you were in a true Swifty like back then. I was. You were. I, was. I thought you were saying you didn't really didn't get into. This? I feel like we did, but, like, that you didn't, like, super get into her until, like, I, Lover. Oh, no, no, no. I <laughs> – this is so funny. In middle school, like, right – like, sixth grade, definitely sixth grade, I started listening to her, Tim McGraw, because my parents listened to country music at the time. I mean, of I guess they still do. So I was getting into her, and – I had a permanent substitute teacher that, like, absolutely adored me. And, like, she got me the album for my birthday. And what? She, like, the you did tell me CD. this. You did tell me this. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I loved it. And then I'm at this middle school that nobody listens to country music. And we're like, why are you listening to country music? And I was like, oh, you're right. And I also was getting into, like, more of the emo stuff then. So I kind of, like, lost off neglected country music and focused on other sad boy things so you're telling me you didn't stick with taylor through speak now which is honest like you're right so i don't know that this is a controversial opinion (laughs) speak now is a fucking masterpiece i don't remember the full details on this but basically Mm -hmm. like she won her first um album of the year grammy for fearless and she had other mm-hmm. people helping her produce because, of course, you do. Like, that's just how artists work. You make better music when you collaborate with other people, yada, yada. And basically, mm-hmm. she received all this flack for, like, you didn't do it yourself. Like, blah, blah, blah. You don't deserve that Grammy because she was also so young, blah, blah, blah. So for Speak Now, she wrote and produced everything by herself. Not one fucking person helped her for Speak Now. And not that she won a Grammy for it, but, like, just the, like – eight minute long tracks on that the fact that we mm-hmm. get dear john on that record <laughs> like just the the bonker shit that happens from start to finish on right sparks on like that whole record is just wow just sidebar on how crazy that album is and how much i love it do you remember did your middle school you elementary remember, school remember when I was singing? go ahead mm-hmm. oh i was going like do you remember that's where my head was <laughs> of going of course you would naturally um write a book did your elementary school middle school do write a book no so in our county our state whatever we did write a book every year you would have to write some type of book and it was like kindergarten through eighth grade i'm not even kidding it was so dumb and that's weird i wrote a book but it wasn't because i like wrote a book because like i felt like it one day it's called bob the pie i wrote in the third grade yeah i have i mean i'll send it i'll send you a copy my aunt has always told me to publish it that's just a weird sidebar she's like you should publish that book and go on oprah i'm like okay (laughs) um but i heard back to december and I wrote a book. It was literally, uh, like, honestly, it was probably considered a fan fiction at that point. It was a, it was called Back to December, and it was about this. I don't remember what it was all about, but there was something about, like, somebody had cancer. Like, that shit was sad. Oh, my because God. I, I wrote it based off the, I wrote it based off the song. And, and I go back to December all the time. And my, my teacher told me it was too sad and I had to rewrite it. <laughs> she said, Allie girl. <laughs> uh, <laughs> She's like, Miss Miss girl. <laughs> Miss girl. She said, you're too young to have clinical depression. Please try again. <laughs> Damn. Surprised I didn't send a, ho- a note home with that's me That's what I was going to say. Like, that seems like someone should have made a phone call home and said, hey, you might want to read this book. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god but i think so, yeah, that's, that's so funny that that's like your your taylor swift fan fiction yeah yeah i love that <laughs> it's not weird to think about like like i did really like her for a while and then i just like hopped off at some train some station i hopped off at some station yeah i know where i jumped off but, but again thanks internalized misogyny naturally oh well 
Yeah. But this is a weird, weird sidebar. Um, I have um, my my cousin uh, Rachel had a bunch of free um, Audible credits, and so mm-hmm. she gave me one. And I was like, "Of course, you know what I'm going to do with this Audible credit? I'm going to have my porn read to me, and I'm going to read Fifty Shades of Grey." And um, if you don't know, Fifty Shades of Grey is a fan fiction of Twilight. Um, we're not going to go there today, but it is so nope. fan fiction, fan fiction. Um, and I am a woman obsessed. I think it's the funniest thing in the universe. I love it so much. Um, so I read, I listened to Fifty Shades of Grey, then I watched the movie because I've never seen the movies or read any of the books. Then I read mm-hmm. the second or had the second book read to me. I got another Audible credit and had it read to me. And I, then I watched the second Fifty Shades of Grey. And um, the second I finished the second book i got in the car to drive to therapy and the song that was playing on the radio was i don't want to live forever by taylor swift and zayn malik and i was like this song is set how many years old and this is the first thing i'm listening to in the car it was just the it was the most beautiful moment of my life and i just thought it was so funny and i just wanted to share that moment with you <laughs> yeah it, i really like that song like it's it's a, I really enjoy it. So I it was literally as soon as I got on the car, it played. <laughs> and then I put it on my Spotify to listen to on repeat the entire rest of my drive. And I was like, is this manic of me to do? I don't know, but I was like, I I realized that I didn't appreciate the song back then, and I'm here to appreciate yeah. it now. Shout out to Reputation I'm so glad. Era. Uh, so. I mean, this is really just going to turn into a podcast about us talking about falling back into Taylor Swift tendencies. Yeah. Um, so in regards to, like, I didn't really experience, uh, you know, the middle, I guess, era albums, for the lack of better terms. Um, yeah. Pre-Lover, post, probably fully, like, Tim, like that first album, I, I listened to some things. I didn't really do a full dive because I was, you know. So we're talking into, Speak Now, um, Red, 1989, Reputation. Yeah. Um, I, I think I dabbled into speak. Uh, I'm sorry. I think I dabbled in red, but not enough. It was because of Harry Styles that I dabbled in it, though. <laughs> or I, whichever one uh, uh, da, 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 Styles on. I think it's, it's red, that's, right? No, it's 1989. So it's like a sidebar controversy for you. She released red in the fall, I think. She's always been like a fall releaser. Mm-hmm. Um, right. Which is the same fall that she ended up dating Harry Styles. So mm-hmm. everyone thinks that there's songs about Harry on that album, but that album was already finished by the time they were dating. So there's nothing on Red that is about Harry Styles. If you think there is, you're wrong, and I'm sorry. Um, well, I'm gonna so- think there is. So fuck you. All right, damn. <laughs> Didn't have to attack me like that. <laughs> sorry that Jesus. you're wrong. Sorry that you're wrong. Um, but go anyway. ahead. With whatever theory you, anyway, think you have. But style is on 1989. Style is on 1989. All right. All right. Um, <laughs> anyway, before I just fucking roasted, um, I have gone back and listened to a lot of that stuff. And man, I'm, I mean, with the exception of three or four songs, Reputation really hits. <laughs> like the bit, like the badass energy. I think we, we might have talked about this on a Lost podcast, but I, I love the song Dress. And uh, just, and I've watched the Netflix tour documentary so many times, documentary tour, tour, tour video um, on Netflix so like many times. I get what you mean. Yeah. Um, And listening back to 1989 and obviously like falling back into listening to All Too Well and really appreciating All Too Well for what it is and not just like hearing it a couple times. That was a good song. Like it's a sad song. Like, but now really like internalizing it. (laughs) And I, I have really become the biggest Taylor Swift fan in the last year. And that's the round of that conversation that's what happens when you spend so much time alone that you're like let's do some reflecting let's listen to taylor swift and be sad <laughs> yeah i would agree that but there's it, it always comes back and you're in your what what <laughs> go ahead what what 
<laughs> I was I was just gonna say that it, it may be sad, but it always comes back and you feel like a bad bitch and then you were saying That's very true, yeah. You were gonna say something. I don't remember what I was gonna say. I have no idea. <laughs> I was so trying sorry. to think and I couldn't remember. That's fine. Okay. Um but so um just you know, speaking of Taylor Swift, things that have happened recently, the Grammys, I did not watch them. I was at work. I did not watch them after the fact. I don't care enough. Um, but I did about 30 minutes ago before we started recording, watch um, the video of her accepting the Grammy for album of the year for folklore. Because I was like, let mm-hmm. me just, let me get on this level on this playing field. <laughs> and the second they announce it, um, she takes off her mask. Her and Jack and Aaron Dessner stand up. And her and Jack do this little handshake. And they, like, slap hands and, like, this little secret handshake. And it is the most wholesome moment. And I just, I need... Did you know it's the same handshake they did at the last Grammys that they won? No. <laughs> it's the exact same one. There's I've seen videos of Twitter what, of both of them side Nate, by side. For when they won for 1989? I think so, yeah. It's the exact same handshake. It's so wholesome. <laughs> My it's God. so wholesome. Yeah. Absolutely adore it. And can we just sidebar about how um, the Grammy pictures is how we found out that Jack Antonoff had a girlfriend for two years and we didn't know? And we didn't know? I've never felt so betrayed in my life. Hurt. Betrayed. This is a travesty. It truly is. (laughs) Now... I'll preface this conversation with we are happy for Jack Antonoff. So happy. We love him dearly. If love he has so a girlfriend much. that's, you know, not that either of us would ever get a chance to be with Jack Antonoff. Hey, speak for yourself. Oh, all right. Dang. Um, but I, we love him dearly. And that hope, that glimmer, it's the same thing with me wanting to be with Niall Horn for the rest of my life. There's a glimmer of hope. There's a chance that I'll walk into the exact same bar that one of those men are in. And, you know, don't know what would happen after that. So we are very happy. But for we him. could daydream. But, <laughs> but but to know that we've been daydreaming on a lost cause for two years. Two well, years. Well. This is She's still a, a Jack and Snoff stand account. She is. Maybe yeah. that's how they met. I, she was I in the pit. Her, um... <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> she was in the pit at Shadow of a City. Fuck. One day. One day. Not this week, though. Don't believe me, just watch. Don't, Don't believe me, just watch. watch. Um, so, so, words. Words. Uh, Bruno Mars and Anderson Pock's side piece of Silk Sonic. Have you listened? Someone has told me about... I don't think it was you. I think someone else has told me about this recently. And no, I haven't. But, like, Miss sounds right up my alley. It's so you you sent me that song that is by a real funky band and it's like cuz I fucking love you or I fucking love you or something Black of Joe that Lewis nature. And the Bears. Yes, big vibes of that. Bitch big I vibes. love it's you. Big, yeah. Uh, bitch I love you. That's what I, <laughs> I fucking love you. Go listen um, to that if you like big band shit cuz that's got some yes. just sexy brass instruments in it and I fuck with it. So Silk Sonic there's two songs I believe and it's just so funky like <laughs> like it's just so funky i think my favorite thing are these side projects that artists Mm -hmm. do because i feel like they have less pressure from like their label from themselves to be releasing like what their fans want what this that and the other it's just like time for them to like fuck around and be creative and just release all these fun juices Mm -hmm. so thinking of like I'm trying to think of all the ones I can think of. So obviously we have Red Hearse with Soundwave mm-hmm. um, and Jack Antonoff Sam Do. and Sam Do. And he's released an EP recently and I really yes. like the song DJ off of it. Um, it's like DJ, go DJ. <laughs> but it's like a slow jam. It's It like brings it down. It's that, again, mm-hmm. that like kind of sultry, like less words, more vibes that I've been kind mm-hmm. of into recently. So time, time for that. You have, um, what is it? Simple Creatures with... Um, Mark Hoppus and uh, Alex from All Time Low. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I really think that they're just releasing like shit they want to hear and shit they want to listen right. to. And so I'm right. really digging all these side projects. So I love it. So can I like sidebar the side project conversation? Yes. And like throw something? Yes. Um, so Real Friends 
Mm-hmm. We we know that we were very. I was personally affected by Dan from Real Friends leaving Real yes. Friends. Um, but what I failed to realize is he has a side project with two of the dudes from Knucklepuck. Um, and there's like, I don't know specifically, but there is at least an album's worth of stuff on their Spotify. And they were originally releasing it on Bandcamp because that was their way that people could physically and monetarily support them because you could buy it for whatever the cost was on Bandcamp. But it is all on Spotify now. And, um... I may or may not be having a conversation with See. him. I'm, I'm freaking out. I'm freaking out. But freaking out on the on interstate. <laughs> I love also, that. Also, Briston Mahoney. Mahoney. Maroney. <laughs> Mahoney. Who <laughs> oh, is Mahoney? Austin Mahone. Is that who you're thinking? <laughs> um, his new stuff. Spicy. Incredible. I love it. Spicy. The one that you... So you put the one on our little sheet mm-hmm. here, Sinkin. But the one that he released before Sinkin is called Still Cool If You Don't. Mm-hmm. That one I fuck with so hard. I fuck with so mm-hmm. hard. It's like, basically like, hey, like, I'm throwing all my feelings at you. Like, I really dig you. I really like you. Um, but it's cool if you it's don't. Cool if you, if don't. you don't feel the same right. way. It's because then I'm just like, it's just like a... Like, hey, I have all these feelings and it's fucking cool no matter what happens. And I just really like that feeling. That's the kind of energy I'm trying to bring into 2021. Mm -hmm. I I miss it. I love it. I'm really sad. Um, So um, Brisson Maroney was supposed to have, um, he was supposed to be opening for Rainbow Kitten Surprise for a drive-in concert um, in May that we were going to go to. Um, But they recently canceled because the Maroney's still... Still a big old bitch. Still throwing a wrench in all of our music concert plans. Still haven't been to a show in over a year. So sad times. But but I am digging the songs that people are releasing right now. I'm digging the live stream it. concerts and like you know some are some are better than others. But I'm the main has done so many and they did one for their most in celebration of the, their release of their new single Sticky and. It was, like, in the round, and it was so good, and it was free, and, like, not all of them have been free at this point, but they were like, oh, like, if you could, like, donate, here are all of our pay- PayPal, Cash App, Venmo, uh, website, all of these things. And I was like, um, yeah, I'm gonna pay you, because I just, you, I just paid to watch a concert, like... No. So I, I like donated and I was like, it was so good. It was in the round. And they also promoted a new artist that they like are is featured in Phoenix named Sydney Sprague Sprague. Um, who's a singer songwriter from Phoenix and it was just so fun and I don't know like it obviously there, there will be nothing to replace that like concert essence of anything but that energy yeah it's a little little like <laughs> a little glimmer hope a little happy afternoon yeah a little Jimity jam right I love it exactly it's, it's something better than nothing it is it is um so uh, songs so obviously we've been gone a while so you can have more than one i will not judge you for that but do you have like a song of the week a song of that is just like right now that you're fucking with that you're vibing with that you're that you love yes on repeat i have two big surprise um i mentioned spacey jane earlier in this episode um their song booster seat is so fun and so good and they're like we we know this that Allie and Sydney are not great with genres um and I can't tell you what genre they are they're if I had to tell you indie pop rock that's what they are um I saw people ask me what kind of music I listen to all the time and I'm like indie pop indie rock I can't describe (laughs) it to you in any more specific details than that than that right that's like the broad which basically just means like small bands yeah Bands you've never heard but of. But you did send me, yeah. But you did send me this song, and this song does fuck. I love it a lot. I like. I don't know. I. I mean, I attribute it to like forcing myself to like make playlists every week and like looking for new music that's not the same twelve artists that I listen to. Um, but one of my friends from high school, like, I put out a thing on my Instagram story. It was like, what should I listen to? Or like, what do you like? Whatever the prompt was, and he sent 
Spacey Jane. And let me tell you, if I guessed anybody to send me that band, it would not have been that guy. And it was just so uncharacteristically of him. And I was like, dude, this fucking slaps. Like, this is straight, like, vibes. Like, dude, like, thank you. Um... And he was like, yeah, like, it's it's great. And I was like, how did you, like, <laughs> it was just like. I love yeah. that. Um, so anyway, Spacey Jane, Booster Seat. And then the other song is Preach by St. Motel. Um, also such a fun song. The beginning is, like, real, like, funkier. And then it, like, you know, pops off. So it's good stuff. I love St. Motel. I think they're super fun live. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I remember they used to be at 97X, Next Big Thing, like, a couple years in a mm-hmm. row. And I just remember – it must have been their album, St. Motelevision, yeah. um, where the lead singer – I don't know his name. I'm really sorry. Um, <laughs> his, his keyboard was, like, docked in a, like, fake tiger. <laughs> like oh. – it was just the weird – you have to, like, look up a picture <laughs> of it. It's, it was just, like, just – Super weird, super funky vibes. Like, he just had a good time on stage, and I really enjoyed that. I love that. But, yeah, I think I like them a lot. So those are mine, too. I, I could give you more, but, I mean, we don't have three yeah. hours to sit here. And- we could, <laughs> yeah, we could pop off. Um, well, mine is a song that um, Miss Allie X over here sent me. She was like, you will love this song. And I – normally, Allie, Allie and I have been way better about actually listening to the music that we send each other recently – and I yeah. love that it's, energy. It's our way of communicating. Um, <laughs> but, like, we actually listen to it. Like, normally we just send it and we're just like, okay. <laughs> um, but you sent me this song. It's called Hey There, Cowgirl. It's by a band called Palm Springsteen. They only have two songs. They were both released in 2019, which really hurts because that doesn't yep. seem like they're putting out anything else. Nope. Both these songs slap so hard. But the song Hey There, Cowgirl, um, it's just the funkiest, like, 80s beats um and then it just pops into this the way i describe the lyrics of the song and the song the vibe in general mm-hmm. is that and i mean this in the best way possible is that it is a song that could be on the soundtrack to um the great 2000s 2000 somethings movie uh, school of rock it could be on the soundtrack to this film and it just it fucks it fucks mm-hmm. so hard like windows down music blasting hey there cowgirl hey there teacher what's my assignment please degrade yeah. me <laughs> like i just i fuck with it so hard and funnily enough i then was listening to the like spotify radio based on palm spring scene mm-hmm. and one of the first songs that came up was preach by saint motel <laughs> that's funny i so a full circle moment some for days us. i think i break that thing because i will click on four different like oh this person's radio this person and it's all the same fucking songs and i'm like did i break it like what did i break the algorithm like it's not working anymore um you broke I'm, spotify you become too meta <laughs> i really have um so when i heard that song it was I don't honestly I don't remember how I found it. It might have been just like through I was looking for songs for a playlist and then I was just like, what's this? Hey there, girl, girl, listen to it. Fucked, fucking loved it. And I immediately thought of the band Jet. If you remember them, not off the okay, top of my I'm gonna, noggin I'm gonna here. try and sing one of their songs because it was just like uh, one, two, three, tell me how come three because it looks so oh. fun that I really want to make my yeah, dun, 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 it does dun, have dun, that dun, dun. vibe so that's immediately like where my brain went when I heard that song because the beginning is like it's very synth pop sounding like like it's like spacey and like stuff like that and spacey is the right word for that i don't know what the technical term for that space vibe is but spacey (laughs) but it starts with the spacey and then all of a sudden it flips a switch and then it's like rock and roll like let's fucking go and I, I love it. I can't stop listening to it either. Um, I personally didn't pick it because I knew you wanted to pick it. Oh, I love that. I was that. like, Cindy's definitely going to say that. I love that. that. <laughs> so I was thinking. I was thinking. I'm going to give you Please another some- song of the week. Um, Please do. And it's not necessarily one that I've been listening to this week specifically, mm-hmm. um, which I'm sorry about. But we've been gone for a year, so cut me some slack. Yeah. yeah. But it's a song that is definitely going to be, um, like, my number one on Spotify this year. Mm-hmm. Just – this is future predictions already, and I'm Three real sad, in. real sorry to say it. Um, but it is um, Driver's License by Olivia Rodrigo. It just eh. – Yep. Ugh. Yep. 
enough said. I don't think I can say anything else about it that hasn't been said by the depths of the internet, but fuck, I love that song. There is a really great podcast by the Rolling Stones that I told Sydney to listen to about Olivia Rodrigo's driver's license and then also the realm of how she, like, they they are considering her um, a baby or a cousin or a, a niece of Taylor Swift as, like, the post female, um, I want to say pop star, but not in a different way of Dua Lipa being a pop star. Um, popular. I mean, pop star means so many things yeah. nowadays. So it's her, like, how she's the first, like, child of Taylor Swift, essentially. And young mm-hmm. young women coming up in the music industry and wanting to be like, well, fuck your, like, <laughs> internalized misogyny. Um, here's a song <laughs> about, you know, me being 17 and, like, breaking up with a guy. But I'm still fine. We're going to keep going. We're, like, this is not my story. Like, I'm this has happened yeah. to me, but this is not my whole story. And I absolutely love mm-hmm. it. It's Rolling Stones. Um, I don't remember what it's called. But if you look at Rolling Stones music podcast, Olivia Rodrigo will probably pop up. <laughs> Yes. One thing they talk about on that podcast that we don't have time, we'll figure it out for next episode, was um, they were talking about how the song or the album that was at the top of the charts the week that Olivia Rodrigo was born was Avril Lavigne's record. <laughs> yes. And I want to, now I want to know what record, and that, how, essentially that like somehow, you know, like the stars mm-hmm. and, you know, astrology, the cosmics align and all that, that there's somehow like a connection between like the album that was released when you were born or the album that was number one on the charts when you were born and yeah. like who you are as a person or yeah. who you are as a songwriter and not that we're songwriters, <laughs> but I feel like we should look that up for ourselves and, and find out and see how that's influenced us. I know the name of the song that was number one the day i was born not so much the week i don't i wouldn't know the album but i do know the song that was number one the day i was born what is it wanna be by spice girls <laughs> oh my god yeah yeah so damn it's me all of the spices in one all the spices in one you are spicy i love yes, it ma'am. but I'm, I'm interested to see the album because i feel like that has like a bigger bigger reach yeah Meaning yeah, yeah. behind it. I'm gonna listen to whatever that album is. Oh my goodness. I feel like it's gonna be something really old because I'm old. You're literally a year older than me. Shut up. <laughs> I but I feel like we were born in different eras sometimes. You act like you were born when Beethoven wrote his first song. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I was. I was there. I was his muse, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done. That's so funny. This is also a random before we go. Um this is my um Petition to rename songs of the week are um, repeat radar. Ooh. Like, just shit we got. Yeah. Thank you. Okay, okay. cool. I'm going to rename it now Great. so we don't forget. <laughs> Can do. Wow, Allie. What? It's been such a great time. It's been so fun. <laughs> I've missed you so much. I, I've, I'm so glad people, we get to do this again. The people, they missed us. <laughs> they did miss us. They're going to be so confused. They're going to And like, we missed you. We did. We did. We did. They're going to be so confused. We're like, what the fuck is happening? Who is this Allie and Sydney talking about music for an hour again? <laughs> the best hour of your week, I promise. My favorite is when Noelle told us that it was like we were driving to work with her. And that was like <laughs> oh, my, my favorite God. thing anybody has ever told, told us about this podcast. I'm really excited. Her commute is shorter now. She did move closer <sighs> to her place of employment. But... We can still be her her ride to work jam. She'll just listen to us on the way there and on the way and back. back. And back. Noel, we're in your back seat. I hope you got home safely. <laughs> we really do. And we hope you have a good whatever day of the week we end up releasing this on. Precisely. And we love all of you, not just you, Noel. Everybody. Every single one of you. Yeah. Every single country that wow. listens to this podcast that was unexpected. Yeah, we love all of you. Oh my gosh, I forgot about that. Yeah. Um, it's been real. It's been fun. It's been fun. Just hasn't been real friends. <sighs> Tears. Tears. What's up, Dan? <laughs> okay.